you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Happy Halloween and welcome to Good Morning Football. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. Halloween morning, October 31st. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Rihanna, Kyle Brandt, Bot Purdy, Peter Schrager, Mr. Al Davis, and Jason McCoy. Usher, 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 Usher. Good morning, everybody. Happy Halloween. Everyone looks fantastic. Peter, Mr. Davis, explain yourself. You know, Riri, I don't care so much about being respected. I care about being feared. And I care about being intimidated. And after you're feared and after you're intimidated, that's when you get the respect. Mm. And I love the idea that deep down, they fear us. They might not say it, but they fear everything about us. In the first five or ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down and good morning football must put on a good show. I have never felt so in my bag as I do right now as Al Davis, the late great Hall of Fame coach of the Oakland, then L.A., then Oakland Raiders. Just win, baby. Mm. Very good, Mr. Davis. And I love your accessories this morning. I really do. You as well. Uh, Ursher. Talk to us. You look, you look, you look really good. You look awesome. Um, they call me U S H E R R A Y M O N D. Everybody tell me what they want me to do. Uh, I can't go there. <laughs> yes, I am performing at halftime this year. I'm fired up. I'm in Vegas right now, preparing for it. You guys, stay tuned. I have one hell of a performance coming for you. Let's go. Bot Purdy, it's been a rough couple of weeks for you, my friend. How are you feeling? I enjoy doing media. It's an important part of the job and a great way to connect with fans. Do you have any questions for me? Hey, uh, Christian McCaffrey's a teammate. Um, what's he like? I enjoy doing media. It's an important part of the job and a great way to connect with fans. Do you have any questions? 
questions for me. What's it going to take for you guys to get back in the W column? I enjoy doing media. It's an important part of the job and a great way to connect with fans. And my, look at you. That's quite a fetching outfit. Thank you. How are you feeling emotionally? I've been spending a lot of time in the IT department of our organization. I'm not feeling great. My targeting computer has not been syncing with the CPU, but we're working on it. My, what a fetching outfit. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Purdy. You look great. Uh, I'm not going to be Rihanna. I am embodying Rihanna. I like it. And the costume began with the origination of really the idea that the list of self-made musical billionaires has grown to two that are affiliated with the NFL. Taylor Swift now, and of course, Rihanna mm. was the original. She also was pregnant when she performed the Super Bowl halftime show in February. And that's where I began my costume as well, because I am pregnant. I uh. am. <laughs> That's great. Yes. I'm about halfway there. So we got a spring GMF baby coming our way. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, so Jamie, may I say with all due respect, that look works on you. Yes. It really does. <laughs> it does. It, it, you, you got work, something work, going work, on. Work, work. Oh, my gosh. Thank uh. you, Rihanna. Um, everybody looks awesome. I kind of don't want to talk about football, but we have to. It's what they pay us for. Uh, hit them with the highlight, bot. You know what looks good? Raiders-Lions on Monday night. Let's talk about it. The Lions are 6-2. and two. Enough about the Raiders. 6 and two. And let's hear from a man who champions the song Call of Cthulhu and Damage Incorporated, Dan Campbell. The most important thing uh, about this game was us getting our identity back. And uh, that was what all the work was, that we put in this week was about. The whole focus was about getting back to what we do. And, and that was the most important thing. And that really showed through today. Was it perfect? It wasn't perfect. But ultimately, we got what I wanted to get out of it. And you come away with a win. Mm. Oh, it wasn't perfect, and that's fine because you're six and two. I was wondering if he was going to pull out a six dollar bill or something. Mm -hmm. Last week it was mm -hmm. the five, and now we got the six going on. Uh, Lions win last night, Peter. They looked uh, as expected. It's a little confusing. I'm wearing a Raiders outfit. Sure. I am serving as Al Davis, the father serving. of Mark Davis. And the Raiders played last night, and I'm talking about the Lions, but I'm doing it as me, Peter, not as Al Davis. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, there is one common thing here, though. Al Davis used to draft. His dudes. You know, back in the day when there was the Blesto and the Combine, Al Davis's staff with the Raiders, seriously, uh, Ron Wolf all on down in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. he would say, screw the league, mm -hmm. ignore their stuff. I don't want their testing. Every other mm -hmm. team used the testing from the rest of the league, like the National Scouting Services. Al Davis sent his guys on the road, said, find me my talent. And a lot of times he would unearth gems that no one knew, and he would take things that were unconventional. Straight up through Jamarcus Russell, it was guys like Darius Hayward Bay at the end, where it was like, mm -hmm. I'm taking them because I want them and that guy fits my profile. The Lions did that when they made a move and took a running back. Go on. Named Jameer Gibbs. Everyone tells you conventional thinking, do not take a running mm -hmm. back. Jameer Gibbs was a first-round pick, and he was a first-round pick in your fantasy league, and you've been waiting, you've been waiting, <laughs> you've been waiting. No one has been waiting longer than me. We came back from summer Go vacation on. in mid-July, <laughs> and we could talk about anything on the show. Hadn't been on the show in months. Hadn't been on the show in months. Hadn't seen each other in months. We yes. were busting at the seams to Let's talk about Let's talk anything. football, Mahomes! And here's where I went. Lions rookie Jameer Gibbs mm. is about oh, to take over the NFL. Let's go! Running back! Jameer Gibbs! Jameer Gibbs is my guy! What? 
I'm telling you, uh, everyone is so excited for this offense, and I think this is going to be the X factor. Let's kick off the show right. Lions hype train, choo-choo. Yeah. Lest there Let's be go. any confusion ever that our show is authentic yeah. and that we go to the beat of our own drummer, I assure you there was no meeting uh, on Park Avenue about how should we start the Monday show after two months off. Peter's got a Jameer Gibbs stick. <laughs> do it! I haven't Let's been on it. TV in a month. Boiling over with excitement. Yes. Right. But that's you. Jameer Gibbs! <laughs> Last night, Jameer Gibbs! We got it! 189 yards! He was amazing! He was amazing with Montgomery out, and he and Craig Reynolds both played really well. Reynolds was a force, it was like a battering ram. Gibbs was the lightning rod. 189 yards, a bunch of touches, won you your fantasy championship. This is what I envisioned back on July 24th, and it all came to form. This was the tone setter, this was the game breaker, and the Lions needed him last night more than anyone else on the field because he seemed to get every big conversion. This was the Jameer Gibbs breakout game, and I was so proud of him, so happy, and I was so thankful because I wouldn't look like an idiot if this game had not existed. So proud. Mr. Davis, you did what you want to do, right? You drafted. In 2005, you said, I need Stanford Route. I need him. Oh, Aaron Rodgers was the very next pick, but I was taking Stanford Route. Don't you worry. You ran worry. a 4-2. Don't you You worry. have to take him. Just win, baby. Can, can we... You're not going to believe where I'm going to go. Can we talk just a little more Jameer Gibbs about last night? Can you give me the Brad Holmes shot during the draft? The Lions GM when they took him. This is him saying, we drafted Jameer. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, he looks good. You're that excited about a first-round running back? Did you see the first-round running back last night? Yeah. This should be playing on a loop in their front office and everybody's front office. Have a day, Brad Holmes. <laughs> split that vest you're wearing because he just split the secondary. Great pick, great win. The Lions are 6-2 and will anybody give you any crap about anything. What do you think, McCordy? I love it. Jameer Gibbs was fantastic last night. The Lions didn't play that great, though. Like, let's not, let's not <laughs> crown them. Let's, if we're going to talk about the Lions and the positivity, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball because throughout this game, the Lions had three turnovers. They fumbled the ball. Craig Reynolds gave it up on, like, the two-yard line. Goff throws a pick six. Josh Reynolds fumbles the ball early in the game. But still, the Raiders weren't able to do anything, and that was because of the Lions' defense. They absolutely shut them down. First half, you wonder why Devontae Adams is slamming his helmet? There wasn't a wide receiver who caught a single pass in the first half of the game. Not one single pass. They had less than 200 total yards of offense on the day. Jimmy was sacked six times. They were one of nine on third down. They got absolutely shut out. Scored one touchdown in the game. Marcus Peters had to score the other one. I looked at this game, and this was one of those games for the Lions where it was a little ugly. You didn't play your greatest football, but you found a way to win, and you're stacking them. That's six of them. You continue to do that. The schedule coming up is not a bunch of world beaters, as we've talked about. They have to continue to find ways to win. Last night, they found a way to do that. Mm -hmm. Sub-200 uh, offensive yards is, is really crazy, and you could make it an indictment on the Raiders, but it, the Lions defense looked really, really yeah. good. And The Lions have had like an odd couple of weeks. Like, we built them up so much against the Ravens, and and then it was just not what we expected. Uh, but I also, I go to Amon Ross St. Brown. Apparently he wasn't feeling well. It Man. just seemed like a complete, at times, game for the team if you piece it all together. And this coming off a weekend where the NFC North might be a disaster. Mm. So I think it was a statement game for the Lions, who hadn't had a Monday Night Football game since 2018. The stars were out, if you will. And I know that 
everyone was packed into Ford Field, but like it was a big deal that there were celebrities there and that the Lions were feeling mm-hmm. themselves in Monday Night Football. Jack Harlow hanging Jack out. Jack Harlow, like, the, the Lautner family. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right? What was cool about the way the Lions played last night is that Amon Ross St. Brown did get his numbers and all that stuff. Yeah. Golf didn't play well. And again, other players set up. Jack Campbell, I thought, decapitated uh, the knee of, uh, not decapitated is not the right word, it brought Purdy, I'm sorry, but you know, took, knocked out the knee of Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. And then Garoppolo got up, but like, it was, okay, that's a first round pick. Mm. Laporta's a second round pick. Oh, there's Gibbs, he's a first yeah. round pick. Right. And all the young guys and McNeil, all the big boys up front, like, they looked awesome last yeah. night. We shouldn't was- mischaracterize the Lions either as just this, like, tough and rumble team. Like, the Jamison Williams thing is a big deal. Like, yeah. they, that's lightning so- that comes off the bench, their speed, they're deep. It's not not just like three yards in a cloud of dust. Maybe that's their identity, but it's not their limitation. Mm-hmm. Like we're just at the point where the Lions were like, let's look at the NFC teams where they're going to play in the playoffs. Who can they beat? Who yeah. can beat them? Like yeah. they're going. Like mm-hmm. they're going to six and two. And I respect it because there's a lot of us uh, who are going to go out trick or treating tonight. Who are also going to take a little bit of Jameson off the bench, and you're going to get you around the block with it. And that's what Dan Campbell did last night. Probably do it again tonight. Yeah. I respect it. Tom Pelissero joining us now. Um, you got to start with last night. A visit that's frustrated Devontae Adams. Trade deadline is today for, oh, please, What's sir. He got? Let's match it. What's he got? Just match Something. it. Something. Come on, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got to get ball. right, Tom. Get right. All right. What's going on with Devontae and the Raiders? Well, Jamie, let's level set the situation right now a little bit with Devontae Adams and the Raiders. He has voiced frustration publicly and privately for several weeks now with the state of the Raiders' offense and his role in it. The Raiders also have gotten calls on Devontae Adams for weeks. And every time that they've gotten a call, the answer has been no. Now, we still have close to nine hours until the trade deadline here. The Raiders could change that by making a couple of calls and get a significant haul for one of the best receivers of his generation. They're also in a position right now where they're 3-5, and five, They're still alive in the AFC playoff chase. There is certainly pressure surrounding that program, and they know they do not get better by trading one of the NFL's premier receivers. So you have to ask yourself, are there other things that they potentially can do to try to get the offense back on track? Could there be a quarterback change? Could they go to the rookie, Aiden O'Connell? Could they make other moves today? A lot of moving parts in Las Vegas. They just landed back there from the Monday night game a couple of hours ago here, so going to be an interesting day surrounding that Raiders football team. So let's talk about Titans running back Derrick Henry, another one of the high-profile players who has been mentioned here surrounding the trade deadline. As we reported over the weekend, the Titans told Henry last week that they're not shopping him, but they continue to listen on virtually every player on their roster leading up to the trade deadline, and they have received at least one offer for the multiple-time NFL rushing champ. You also have to consider here the Titans are playing with a rookie quarterback in Will Levis. Their offensive line, it's fair to say, is not a strength of the football team right now. If you were to trade Henry, you would be exposing that rookie quarterback if you really want to find out what Will Levis is. It helps to have Henry in the backfield. Also notable, the Titans did not convert Henry's contract to facilitate a potential trade before yesterday's 4 p.m. deadline. In other words, they did not pay him out a signing bonus to eat money to make it more palatable for another team to take him on. So any team trading for Derrick Henry today would owe him close to the remaining $6 million on his contract. And as for Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, Denver has been listening. They always answer the phone there. They're certainly not shopping Judy, though, nor anybody else on the team. It is not a fire sale in Denver. There are a bunch of teams that need wide receivers, but the price has been significant for Jerry Judy. Another one of those names that we'll be monitoring all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time today, where you'll find a live episode of The Insiders all the way up to and through the NFL trade deadline. Jamie?
Tom, we know it's going to be a busy day for you. The Will Levis, Derrick Henry situation kind of reminds me of Anthony Richardson and when he had to start his season without Jonathan Taylor. You're kind of like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I had a guy, mm-hmm. and now I don't. I'm sure Levis would appreciate if it was Henry coming out of the backfield. Pelissero, thank you so much. Like we said, busy day for these guys, the insiders. It's Tom, it's Judy Batista, Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo, 12 p.m. Eastern, NFL Plus, and then 1 to 6 Eastern right here on NFL Network. It's the insiders. It's trade deadline day. Halloween, it's busy. Don't get spooked. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check out Tom, Judy Batista, Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo on The Insiders. That's live at 12 p.m. Eastern on NFL Plus today and from 1 to 6 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. You're not going to want to miss it because... As those faxes come through, Peter, are they still faxing paperwork when it comes to trades? Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. Elvis Dumerville's free agent contract got lost in the fax that sure. one time. Sure, right, right, right. Well, I, love um, I know. Uh, yeah, that's good. We'll be able to hear from that. But let's focus on Devontae Adams, All right. Jason, and maybe what we just heard, what we saw last night, really what we've seen for the last couple of weeks. And, I mean, he said so much, really, yeah. in the last, like, nine months of our lives. Yeah, well, you remember they had one two straight, and he came out and said he hadn't really gotten any production. It was just like, hey, I'm all for winning, but we're not going to be able to continue to win games playing this way. And I think he knows his ability. He knows what he can do for the team. When you hear how frustrated he is, when you see him slamming his helmet on the sideline, that's a veteran who's on a team that realizes, like, we're not really going anywhere or any direction. And you got to understand it. Devontae Adams last night, I know, he had a drop. He had one catch for 11 yards. On top of that, Jacoby Myers, a guy who's been productive for them, he had one catch on one target. Mm. Right now for the Raiders, it's just bleak. Like, they haven't scored 20 points at all this season. And you're talking about a team that has Devontae Adams in. 
I saw he came out and he said if he wouldn't have came, if he didn't know Derek Carr was there, but then last year Carr struggled, so then he was okay with Carr leaving. So there's a lot going on with the Raiders right now. There were rumors that they had players' meetings last week. They mm-hmm. were talking to the coaching staff about different changes. Josh Jacobs just came out and said it's not my job to fix the offense. It's just very, very sour right now. And if you're a guy like Devontae Adams, who is older but still one of the best players in the NFL, you want to win. You want to go out there and find a way to compete for a championship. And that's not in Vegas right now. So for him, on top of not winning, you're not even productive and you're not getting the targets or the plays that you want. So I know they don't want to trade him, but it's like at the same time, you have a veteran who's unhappy, who's voicing that publicly and privately, what is that doing for your team? Yeah, at some point it becomes stubborn where you're like, well, no, we're, he's not tradable. He's our asset. But if he's not happy and he's slamming his helmet down and he's swearing on television and he's in the locker room saying, I don't want to say anything because the media is going to take it. Well, you've already said something by saying you don't want to say something because the media is going to take it. It's ironic, right? Like, by addressing that, you are saying something. That's um, what you do when you don't want to be there. You let it be known. Yeah. He's letting it be known. And look, there's a story that he was never happier than being with Derek Carr last year. Yeah, they were going to ride yeah. on this magic carpet ride. Well, Carr didn't play well last year, and the coaching staff gave up on Derek Carr about 12 weeks into the season, and they shipped him off uh, the first second they could, and they put Jared Stidham in. So I, it's like there must have been some sort of conversation when they gave a haul to Devontae Adams that we'll see how it goes with Derek mm-hmm. Carr. I wonder if he's sour over that decision, and he comes into this season being like, I didn't, I, I love being in Vegas. Love I didn't sign up for Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. You guys, I inherited Jimmy Garoppolo. But he had several drops in last night's game. He had a drop from Hoyer last week that could have been a touchdown. So it's not like he's lighting it up himself either. This isn't just on Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. But then you go back to the Raiders coaching staff. What are we doing? You have a whole week to build an offense. That was the drop. You have a whole week to build an offense. How do you not focus on getting Devonta Adams the ball and try to get him some things that he can get going here? It's a complete malfunction from the top down. So can you trade him? I'll give you one team that I think makes a lot of sense. Mm. It's a team that they used to view as rivals because they were across the bay. 49ers, go get Devontae mm. Adams. 49ers are in a tailspin right now. 49ers have Debo Samuel injured. 49ers can't get the offense going. 49ers are struggling. 49ers, if I'm talking to John Lynch, and I know that there have been phone calls being made on trade deadline day, make a call. See if we can get Devontae Adams. It might cost a first-round pick. I don't think it's going to cost multiple first-round picks, mm-hmm. not at his age and his salary. I would say Niners offer a first, and if the Raiders say, no, okay, we tried. I don't know. Niners to me, and that's not from any inside information. I know I've played multiple roles on this show. Mm-hmm. That's just me watching the NFL. Niners in a tailspin. Raiders in a tailspin. Niners still don't have that game-breaking all-around. They've got Debo. They've got Ayuk. They've got guys. But imagine they added... This dude, they could compete with the Eagles and they compete with anybody else in the NFC. They think it's Ayuk. He's supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be that Devontae. Solid. Player. He's solid, I know. Would that change anything for Devontae? Like, they're not winning either. Is he going to catch seven or eight balls in that offense a game? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, maybe he'll be back on a winner, allegedly, but they haven't won in a month either. Anyway, I, I'm fascinated by it. Peter. I always like a trade suggestion. I just threw it out but there. But the potential like is there for the 49ers a lot more than it is for the Raiders and for Devontae. Yeah, yeah. sure. Listen. He's not getting a ton of t- – Brock Purdy's not throwing the ball all around a lot, though. It's not like – No, yeah. He's not going that. to Buffalo. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not yeah. like that. He's not going to Kansas City. I just – a couple things on this. One – I'll go back to the point about Devontae. What did you think was going to happen? All right? You took the huge check. That's fine. You're really well paid. You got a damn Taco Bell commercial. It's not bad. They got one in your house. Like, everything's fine. (laughs) Did you think you were going to just go and it was me, you and Derek Carr lifting Lombardi's and, like, just riding off into the parade down the Vegas Strip? Did you really think that? No one else did. (laughs) We all saw it. When we started this year, did we think that you and Jimmy Garoppolo were going to go and win the West? No. So, like, you took a ton of money. 
you moved back, you wanted to be with your boy, then they pulled your boy out. Sorry, this is what happens. You went to a team that in this century doesn't win a whole lot. You left the team that in this century wins a ton. Like, you kind of made your bed, dude. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know if you thought you were going to be first-team All-Pro every year and win in playoff games. It's not really done there. And I know that's disrespectful to the Raiders. I'm just going objectively on the results. So, Devontae, like, I'm sure you have a very nice setup and a very nice home and you want to win and everything, but, like, you you kind of sold your soul a little bit, all right? If you wanted to go to a winner, there were a lot of teams you could have gone to that were much better suited up to win. The whole thing with you and Derek Carr winning college was so cute and so kind of fake, and everyone here in the media is like, it's great, they went to college together. We think they're going to light the world? Eh, not really. Um, I, I, I hate that this is a thing, because Devontae Adams, if you're a fan, if you play fantasy, whatever, like he means something. I think he and Tyreek are the best receivers of this decade. I think the two of those guys, he shouldn't be sitting there throwing his helmet having one catch for a bad Raiders team. It's like, we should go get him and do something, like SEAL Team 6, like go extract him from the Raiders, <laughs> yeah. okay? Put him anywhere, but we can't. He yeah. signed the contract. Yesterday on the show, I said A.J. Brown and Tyreek Hill are the two best wide receivers in the sport, with Jamar Chase nipping at their heels. No one even not, thought to not not anymore. Devontae not Adams. And it's, not anymore. He's... Devontae yeah. Adams, but the production ain't there. I think to your point, like he's not winning, but it's also like I'm not even getting targeted. Yeah. Like, this offense just doesn't make sense to me if I I'm know. a player. I know. I know. Peter, um, the X's and O's of Devontae Adams' contract, did he qualify for that yesterday cutoff at 4 p.m. where he, the Raiders could have made it more friendly for teams to go out and get him? It's going to be a boatload regardless is, yeah. for what a team is. He makes crazy money, and it's appropriate. He was the best wide receiver in football coming right. into that, that offseason. Um, a team would have to eat a lot of the contract, and there's still years. Can I throw out it. one? Sure. Yeah. What about after this season, the Jets, yeah, and we get the band back together? Totally. Like, yeah. did Big Joe Douglas have that kind of thing in him? Oh yeah. I know they gave up a lot to get Rodgers, but oh, like, yeah. if he if Rodgers is back, let's say he doesn't play this year, whatever, he yeah. sits a whole year, and, and like, you want to get the band back together and oh, say, yeah. let's really do this Wilson? thing. Yeah, I mean, come on, what are we talking he about? He wouldn't be. I love Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb as much as the next no. guy. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the big dog right there. No, Can you imagine yeah. Garrett yeah, Wilson and Devontae? Is there any other teams? Oh because gosh. I said Niners just because I'm thinking NFC. They wouldn't. Want, is there any other teams? That make, the Chiefs would make the most sense. Yeah, I was not trading the with, and they would never yeah. trade with Kansas City. They're in the yeah. division. It's yeah. like because I also thought of the Chargers. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I've yeah. seen yeah. people yeah. throw out yeah. the Lions. I've seen being thrown out. Devontae Adams is that good that you can just kind of pick him up and be like, all right, he can go on any team. But a team would have to disrupt their exactly, and that's a tough thing. Right. Uh, the Lions would be interesting, too. The inner division thing, it does make so much sense because you also said yesterday amongst your ranking of wide receivers that the Chiefs may have diagnosed yeah. a wide receiver problem. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but in the division, the Lions and the Vikings did it a couple years ago mm-hmm. when TJ Hawkinson yep. went in the division, but I don't think the AFC West is as friendly maybe as the NFC. Not. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yesterday, our NFL media insiders reported that the Giants are sending veteran defensive lineman Leonard Williams to the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for a 2024 second-round pick and a 2025 fifth-round pick. The trade's going to actually be finalized uh, by the deadline later today, it's in the books. Both teams are thrilled about it. The Seahawks' defense adds yet another weapon to an already scary defense. Mm. Meanwhile, the Giants are left with some question marks. It's right. time to play a Halloween version of We In or We Out. I'm Al Davis, your MC for the evening. Let's uh, go, baby. Here's how we go. We hey, start. So many rings on. So many. So I got many a lot of. Ring. This is. So I always say there might be no greater person when it comes to style, wardrobe, costumes. Man. Great. Ryan Rivera. Okay. Ryan Rivera. He put me together today. I feel I feel awesome. Put all us of together. Us. Yeah. This is it. We start in New York, where Al Davis is from. He's an Erasmus High School guy, oh. Brooklyn. Ahead of today's trade deadline, there was a lot of rumors about what the Giants could do. They did something on the defensive side of the ball yesterday. Will they do it on the offensive side of the ball? Saquon Barkley has already said that he wants to remain a giant, despite all the contract stuff that happened over the summer. Here's my point. The Giants, do they want Saquon right now as the season seems to be over? The Giants should trade Saquon Barkley before today's 4 p.m. trade deadline. Jason McCourty slash Usher Raymond, are we in or are we out? Mm. I am in on this one. Mm. And I'm in because... If you want Saquon, pay him. We just saw Jonathan Taylor get a contract to remain with the Indianapolis Colts. Saquon was franchised. So I look at this. Yes, he's a terrific player, and he'll help the Giants no matter who's the quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, Daniel Jones, he is that good of an offensive weapon. Not just a running back, offensive weapon. But if you're going to hold on to him and go through an offseason like you did last year where he's holding out, he wants to get paid, Get something for him. Trade him and get some draft picks and get something there. But if you're not going to pay him, chuck the deuces and let him go somewhere chuck the where deuces. somebody will give up some draft picks, get him there, and then possibly give him the contract that he deserves. Not that he wants, the contract that he deserves, and he's showing it on the field this year. You know, Peter, when these things come up, you ultimately come back with the, sure, they should trade him. But what is anybody offering for him? We can sit here and say, yes, yes, yes. But then someone calls and I'll give you a sixth-round pick for Saquon Barkley. Do you do that? No, I don't know what the market is. So it, you can say I want to trade him all the time. you got to get phone calls to you. Yeah. you got to get people to answer your phone calls. It, it, in the vacuum, answering that question, of course they should be completely open to it. It's only, he's only 26. Yeah. But like, is his best football in front of him? Like, do we, are we looking at Saquon saying... He's got a 1,500-yard season in him. Like, he's still going to get – it's just – it's been a lot of injuries. You get these these tantalizing flashes that are, like, 
God, he's good. He is so electric. It's just they're so far apart. You look last year, they traded Christian McCaffrey. They got three draft picks, I think a second, a third, and a fourth. A couple years back before that, Corey Dillon came over to New England, had a, the biggest year of his career. It has happened where a running back gets traded, and then it's like, you know what, I just need a new place, and I'm still fresh and can do it. McCaffrey might be the best player in the NFL this season. He was on the Panthers last year at this time. Well, that's yeah. what you hope for. And as long as you can trade him to some place that has the ingenuity of the offense and the weapons that Shanna has, then it would work. I would love to make the case, Saquon, no, he's, he's a symbol of New York football, and he's the best player yeah. in their team. I feel weak making it. They're not a good team right now. I don't think they're going to be for a while. I, I, I would be very open to it. Well, I think the Giants defined that last March when they gave Daniel Jones his contract. It was uh, one or the other, and they made a choice who was going to be about New York football, and they didn't know where it was going, what direction it was going to go in, but they went with Daniel Jones, and I get it, the economics of it. You want to pay your quarterback, but it's best for Saquon Barkley if he moves on just for his own money and, you know, frankly, for the Giants and their identity at running back. So sad. I think I universally we're like, yeah, you know, it's time. And it's just, it didn't work the first Not enough. You know? He would it's make enough. a team better, though. He would. He would. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think he, he should be in New York, but if you're not going to pay him, what is the point yep. of going all the way through the season and then you're at the same impasse when it comes to the contract? That's my thing. If there's somebody, to your point, that's willing to say, hey, we think he helps us get over the top right now, mm -hmm. so we'll take him, then why wouldn't you jump on that? That's crummy. All right, let's go to some other more important topics. Mm -hmm. More important. What do we got? Today is Halloween, mm -hmm. which is the holiday for not only spooky goblins or whatever else, but for trick-or-treating and sweets. So it's time we settle a Halloween dispute as old as time. I'm going to say two words, and you guys tell me whether you're in or you're out. Those two words are candy mm. horn. Okay. Out, out, out. Out, 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 What generation liked candy corn? Because I think it's awful. My wife was just out with my mm. kids, and somebody, and there was like little bags of candy corn. They begged my wife to buy them. We've never had it. We want to have this candy corn. And she was like, guys, you're not going to like it. She finally caved. She bought the candy corn. Nobody finished it. They both spit it right out, did not want the candy corn. I think two years ago, we're going around trick-or-treat, and my youngest comes to the door. They give her packs of candy corn. She takes it out of her bag and puts it back in the bowl. <laughs> she did not want the candy corn. It is that bad. I am 1,000% out on this one. Mm. Chemically, it's it's one of the one of the most vile things you can consume. Okay. Uh, it's made of one Before of its I primary throat, one got? of its primary ingredients is carnauba wax. Okay, mm. carnauba wax is also used to make dental floss. I would frankly rather eat dental floss than consume candy corn. Candy corn original name was chicken feed. You mm. want to eat a candy that used to be called chicken feed? <laughs> it's supposed to resemble honey, sugar, butter, and vanilla, and that's like the flavor. There's nothing to do. Those are four incredible things that you could cook with, that you could bake with, that you could change your life with. None of those things are in candy corn. It is terrible, and it should stop representing this. This is a bucket full of delicious candy that I'm not going to show you the brands of, but there are uh, 99 other brands of candy, and frankly, I'm frustrated that candy corn continues to represent Halloween. I enjoy candy corn. I really do. I'm not saying it's the best candy ever. I'm not mm. saying that it's, those things in that bucket aren't, aren't, aren't better. But you know what I resent about candy corn is that the candy corn negativity has reached this like nuclear phase where like it's also like the cheapest like sitcom joke. Like you'll see it in memes like candy corn sucks is like you're still making like Nathan Peterman jokes and like you're, mm. you're, like, you're making fun of Nickelback. It's so it is the cheesy meme punchline. I think it's honey based. I think it's delicious. I like it so much, guys. 
I will go for the supersized candy corn, yep. which are those giant ass pumpkins. Yep, I pumpkins. will eat those. With the green oh, top. And it's like I don't eat it in the summer or the, or, the, or the spring, but like every once in a while, I have a few candy corn in the fall. It makes me feel like fall. I enjoy it. I don't apologize for it. I like Mother. it. You yeah. know what else they use carnauba wax for, Kyle? Is they spray it on medication to help you yes. swallow it better. Jamie, so do you want to read you the ingredients of what's in Nerds and Skittle <laughs> and Laffy? Do you think those are all those good, good ingredients? Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm with you, bro. And I will tell you this. I'm on usatoday.com. A oh, very, boy. You know, good site. Yeah. Top 10 most popular candies oh, on Halloween, don't. according to America. Big poll. Do you know what's right there at number five? What do you got? Candy, Candy corn, corn, baby. We're not alone. This Kyle. is a thing. It's marketed. That's why. It's, it's not the best tasting. Some people are saying favorite. Like that's. Favorite. I, I honestly think there's a huge army of people who hate it. There's a connection. But you see that? Like that is it. happiness. It tastes the same as that bucket that's sitting in. Go ahead, Peter. It's connection to a time when you were a child, when there was no stress, when life was good. You're egging houses with your friends in Frail, New Jersey. What? What? <laughs> what? Hey, you know what's a wild time, Peter? Other than the egg in your houses? If you take the cranny corn and you go bite the white piece, oh, yeah. bite the orange piece, bite the oh, yellow piece, I'm having a blast. That's a thing. It's I'm a joy. Absolutely. Does it taste different? I don't know. It just all tastes like honey to me. Uh, real I know quick, the texture's weird, but I like the Around texture. the horn. With, I don't know if you can say brands or not. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Something you wouldn't have typically if, if candy corn oh, is on it. it. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind any candy. I'll go Snickers. Okay. Mm. Snickers. Mm. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. See, I, my take is that fruity candy is the Halloween candy. You, I enjoy chocolate year-round, yeah. but I'm not bellying up to a Laffy Taffy unless it. it's Halloween. That's my guy. It's Banana flavor, even. I get nuts with oh. it. I like that little, little bag. It's gold of the of the gummy bears. There's maybe like four. Haribo? Oh. Yeah, there's like four of them in there. Oh, yes. it's, I love it. Yes. It's a little delight. A Nothing perforated edge. You just rip yeah. that sucker. I do right. like the small packet of, of Nerds. Nerds. Just a little oh, yeah. Shot of yeah. Jaeger. <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> How about apple slices? No? No. Oh, pretzel. Right. Of a real pretzel. No. Or gummy apple slices. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.